With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives. Talk the talk. Yep. Something's happening. Sounds like something's about to explode. And what's up? What's going on? This is your man, Jeff Brown. And you turned into the Jeff Brown Show. Man, it's been a long weekend. I only want to get into it, Please but I do don't. want to. I do want to introduce the lovely side of the show, my radio wife, uh, none other than the lovely Sassy. What's going on, baby girl? Hello, Jeff. Hey, how you doing? You miss me? Yep. You seen me like two days ago. I did. <laughs> I've always talked to tell the woman, yeah. <laughs> I know you miss me. Even if you don't mean it, just say you. Really? See, you know what? This relationship is over. Like, we can't stay, like, on one accord. We are on one accord. We're tuned in. Mama D. Where's Mama D at, man? She's not here today. She's not here. Okay, Mama D. I miss her sitting in the back. Where's you? Okay, Mama D's tuned in. Hey, Mama D. And we want to thank all our Facebook listeners. If you are listening by way of Facebook, we ask that you please share this video. Share. Hey, Sharon. What's up? Sharon Knox. Sean Lee, what's going on? What's happening? I want to thank everybody for tuning in. So listen, my man, the referee himself, the kingpin, what's up, bro? What's up, good sir? Hey. Man, I had a hell of a weekend, man. That's yeah, all I want it sounded like you needed a referee for real. <laughs> oh, man, a lot of, <laughs> lot of, hey, I was, I needed one for real, man. Not for me. Not for me. Right. <laughs> yeah, not for me, but not for a me. lot of stuff. Hey, man, I want to give a big... It was good stuff, though. Good stuff. Of, you know, I want to give a big shout-out to everybody that came out and supported uh, Seafood and Jazz last Friday. Yeah. Um, it was just a beautiful situation. Matter of fact, we had a beautiful event. Plus, uh, my best friend of 34 years um, uh, proposed to the yeah. woman of his dreams. And she said, yes, I want to give a big shout out to Joe Little. Yes. Uh, the Mike Austin Band. They, I mm-hmm. mean, we just had a great time. And DJ Ellery, you know, for um, his uh, his contribution as well to the, shout to the out event. Shout out to the band. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. It was dope. Carmen, Lavelle, everybody that's on right now, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. So, listen, I want to get into this topic and... Um, I want to talk about this. So Kodak Black, hip-hop artist Kodak Black, independent hip-hop artist Kodak Black, um, 
shot his shot. He uh, shot his shot at the lovely Laura London. Now, nobody can and deny how gorgeous she is. She is. Very beautiful. She's actually in my top six women. <laughs> In my top ten, I thought she, it was. She, oh, you got six. She, I thought you still have a top five. I have a depth. She she didn't she didn't make the five. You know, Nia Long she is should. in the five. She's a beautiful. Nia Long lady. and Holly Berry is, is four and five. <laughs> Eva Mendez is three. Christina Milian is two, and Jennifer Lopez is number one. I should have known. I yeah. should have known. It's going down. Yeah. So, uh, this guy shoots his shot. Um, you know, rest in, uh, rest in heaven, Nipsey, Ru- Nipsey, yeah. Nipsey uh, Russell, Nipsey Hussle. I, I keep thinking about Nipsey Russell, the actor who, who yeah. passed a long time ago. But Nipsey Hussle, uh, his contribution to society. You know, I want to say this. It's amazing how this man has become an icon after death. Right. You know, everything that he was working on, everything he was doing. Um, uh, reports and sources say that Nick Cannon will continue his work uh, with the documentary uh, Dr. Shebe. So we, I'm looking forward to seeing that documentary. Yeah. But today I want to talk about how long should you approach a person after they have lost their loved one to death? Is there a waiting period? Should you wait? Should you give that person space enough to heal? Or should you invade that person's space or work your way into that person's life uh, to, you know, be a companion, to be a friend that could possibly become a, 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 a relationship long term? When should you ultimately make the play for the person that you're interested, interested in as they are? Uh, grieving and dealing with death of their significant other. Now, Sashi, how long would you wait to date somebody, a man, who just lost his wife or a significant other? How long would you wait to um, try to approach that man if you really were interested in him? I don't, I don't, I don't think there's a true timeline, but I would not do it, I guess, because I would believe that he's vulnerable. Right. You know, so... With him being vulnerable, loss of his wife or fiance or lady of his life, I don't really think you should push the issue. If you if you are interested in that person, I just believe that you should be a friend, a listening ear, you know, if he needs a shoulder to cry on. And then if a relationship develops from that, because everybody heals differently and everybody grieves differently. So if it's something that you're interested in, I, I I just think that you should just allow it to grow naturally. But I definitely wouldn't do it right away. You know, as a, if we were already friends, I would remain, you know, in a friendship status with him. Even if he tried to push the issue, you know, I would still think, okay, you're vulnerable at this moment. You just you're looking for love because you lost so what if the he, love of your so life. So what if they want to have sex to get over some of that grieving I process? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Daria, would you have sex with a person, a female that's grieving? Like, re- like he just died? If they just, <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, you know, they just died, and, yeah. you know, they caught, you know, after two or three weeks, y'all, you mm-hmm. know, they want, they, you know, they, they, they haven't had sex, they're horny, and they just need nah, to relieve that stress. Would you have it. sex? I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't would, do it? No, nah, I wouldn't, man. It's Why too not? soon. Jeff, too you're soon. a horn dog. Too soon. It is. What if they approach you, though? Still, I mean, you got to turn it down. Yeah, you, you got to turn it down because yeah. because sometimes you have to turn it down. That's you can't, true. Can't take all of it. Then you 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 turn down. 
if they approach you and say, hey, I want to have sex, I want to have a, let's just have a good time, I'm under pressure, I'm under, uh, you know, <laughs> I got to get this off, I got to get something off my chest. Got to release some tension. I got to release some tension. <laughs> <laughs> and they ask you, and they trust you. No. They don't want to go out, <laughs> you wouldn't do it? No, I like I said, because they're so, it, they're vulnerable, and I just think, I mean, if you really care about that person, Regardless of how hard it may be to turn that person away, because if you actually attracted to them, it is hard to turn away somebody you attracted to. I would have to say no, but I would explain. So if the to person them, was I, ugly, is a definitely no. It. <laughs> if your friend was ugly, it was definitely no. If, if I the know, person you was know what? I don't really look for looks anymore. You know, I, you look for that natural attraction, attraction, communication, and chemistry. Listen, man. So I mean, it depends God on what you me. call ugly. I'm gonna help you. Seriously, Jeff. I'm gonna help you get through it. Because my duty as my duty as your friend is to help you really? get through it. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna make it a sense of duty. It's sense of duty. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> but then if this is somebody that you're attracted to, you could probably Absolutely. But you I can mean if I'm not that. attracted to him, I'm not it's not my duty. Uh, <laughs> but if you're fine and you look good, it's my duty. But if it's if you're not attracted to him, you would just do it as I would just sit down and pray with him. You'd just be doing it. Talk to diligence. him, listen to him. Yeah, just, hey, how you doing? Up, go ahead. <laughs> but if you fine and you look good. You have to say no because that person is vulnerable. You don't want to regret it. Who? If it's somebody you're attracted to, you Why don't want to tarnish who, that who, because who, it may grow into something and you don't want them to regret who, it. Why, why would I regret that? They may. You I might could, not. I'm not going to regret it. You're a cookie seeker, but... You may not. I'm not a cookie seeker. You are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I you am have, not a cookie Jeff, seeker. you got to know when to say no. I do say no all the time. I'm not, I don't believe that. I say no to a lot of situations. Oh, Lord. Hey, Carmen. Hey, Veronica. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, I get what you guys are saying, but think about it like this. And I'm just talking from... Please share some light on I'm your reason. About, listen, I've, I just read the article from the Good Men Project, and they said that the guy that wrote the article, his spouse died. And he started five months. He after five months of after her after his spouse death, after she died, his wife, he started dating again. Well, five months is different than two weeks. Well, you never know. I think know. that's a little bit that's different. A lot different. Yeah, yeah, two weeks. Well, listen, two, two weeks, weeks. They five just months. made them the rest. Hey, listen, two weeks, five months. If two you weeks, haven't had no he sex, he ain't even cold yet. Yeah. <laughs> he cold, all right. He was in that. <laughs> he was in that freezer box. <laughs> now, if it's five months, that's a different story. You know, you know five months, I may be if they. You know, push it depends the on their comfort level. That's like, true. It, you know, because grieving is like you never know. Everybody grieves differently. That's, hey, this man. is true. Because sometimes reality don't set in until here, here's the thing: when somebody passed away, reality don't set in until you know they're laid to rest, they're in the ground, or they're cremated. Whatever you do, because at that moment everybody's gone back to town. Everybody going to do to their, their regular thing. Yeah. So nobody's there. So now you have that me time, and that's when reality is setting But some in. people get lonely. And they if do. If you get lonely, call Jeff. Oh, no. Ah. I'm I the, can't. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great Don't companion. encourage this. <laughs> I do not approve of this. <laughs> not <message>. me either. <laughs> me either. I'm a great companion. <laughs> I'm a Buy good some friend. ice cream or something. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is when he just did that, him ripping up his shirt with an S on his chest. With an S on his chest. Like, So do you all do you all think that that Kodak Black deserves the backlash that he's getting? I do. Yes. 
just ignorant. After doing, after hearing what he did, definitely. Yeah. He just needed to shut his mouth. And if you wanted to say something, you should have been more of anything sending your condolences to yeah. Lauren London and her family and his family. Right. Shut your mouth. And even now, in the background, now, his, some of his boys was like, yo, it's too soon. It's too yeah. soon. But let me tell you something. I'm not going to. But here's the thing. I am not going to ever approach a person if I'm attracted to them. Like, you know, to say, hey, I want to do that with you or kick it with you or whatever. Are I you saying period or just, just period. them losing their spouse? I mean, or? just losing their, I mean, just losing their spouse. I would never mm-hmm. do that. But right. if they came after me, though, that changes the game. Two days later. <laughs> that changes the game. That, 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 you know, that makes it, you know, yeah, you know. So, listen, hey, we'll be right back. We're going to talk about <laughs> Pastor Travis Jennings okay. and his wonderful advice <laughs> that has given us. This wise pastor backlash. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back. Uh, this guy, uh, Pastor Travis Green, I mean Green, oh my goodness, Jennings, <laughs> Travis Green is the gospel singer, Travis Jennings has a, uh, um, you, uh, you guys heard the clip, had a video surface where he was doing a leadership conference and he was talking about women and why they are single and he asked the congregation openly is there anybody here that want me to tell you why you single? And this particular lady took her hand up and he said, okay, come here. Now, y'all asked, you know, y'all saw, he, now he tried to cover his ste- himself when he said several times that, hey, y'all saw that I asked that, you know, she's coming up here at her own risk. Okay. Well, he told the lady that she needed to lose weight. He told the lady that she was fat. She needed to lose weight. She was overweight. He told her that she needed a new bra. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, so wrong. So wrong. I mean, I mean, he just literally just really like decimated this lady's entire character and her and her self-esteem. You know, people with that's overweight at times, if they're not confident in themselves, they, you know, they tend to, you know, they lose confidence. They have low self-esteem, you know, um, and that's just the reality of it. And this guy, in in his, I guess, own personal wisdom, thought it was cool <laughs> to bring this woman up in front of 500 people, two or 300 people, to embarrass her. What do you guys think about that? What- he definitely embarrassed that woman. And then tell her, don't get your bras from Victoria's Secret. Go to, I guess, to play intimate or where he took his wife. Who are you to tell somebody that they are overweight in front of a whole congregation? He damn near just told her, listen, yeah, you don't have a chance. You got the wrong bra on. <laughs> That's what he is, told her. What he said was totally inappropriate, just period. Even if he wasn't a so-called pastor, it was inappropriate, period. He's a pastor. But then he for, got a you church. To, for you to say that. In front of your con- well, that's inappropriate. But let me say this. As Why pastor, are you even looking at her let me, let me, weight in her But boobs. let me say this though. And I'm a, and that's I'm talking from point, the yeah. I'm talking from the business and you, you do make a great point, but let me talk about it from this point of it. You're a pastor. Mm-hmm. 
95% of the church is funded by women. Why would you even attempt to um, offend a woman? Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 95%. Hey, your, your lifestyle is funded by women, not men. Men are not. Well, the, men are not. The thing is, he shouldn't more, have said it. Yeah, listen, men are not. That encouraged. There are more women in church than To men. give money. But women, they give out of emotion. They give out of their faith. They give mm-hmm. because they believe in the vision. They believe that God prophesied to them mm-hmm. through their pastor. They love their pastor. Some marriages go into shambles because the man at home who don't go to the church can't. Ha, does not have any influence on his wife that do attend the church because she's always talking about her pastor. But here it is. This man, as smart as he is, <laughs> he disrespects this woman in public and calls her fat, overweight, in a nice way by telling her she has to lose weight. Now, my question to Pastor Travis is, Fool, don't you think that woman knows she got to lose weight? Yeah. <laughs> Not even you, that, but why was that, that even an option? Don't you think that woman knows? You don't think that woman see herself naked every day? <laughs> when she got to get in that water, <laughs> got to take a shower. You don't think she see <laughs> imp- just the, the improvements? There, no, I'm just saying. You don't think that woman see the improvements that she has to make to her poker too? And you're going to tell this woman. <laughs> you're going to tell this her woman. What, Jeff? Her poker too. <laughs> Her physique, her body. <laughs> you don't think this woman, you don't think this woman sees that? Jeff is a damn <laughs> But for him to even say, who wants to get critique, raise your hand. But he knew what he yeah, was saying. Yeah, that was so strange. He knew it was inappropriate because when she came up there, he said. You see she, she right. volunteered. And then, he, and then he critiqued her apparel. Well, listen. Yeah. Did, it, did it affect, do you ever think that that's probably what she making a afford at this time or that's just her style i mean hey you know what listen we gotta take we gotta take a break we'll be right back we're gonna talk about pastor travis jennings and i'm gonna give him a word of advice she should have told him to take for you lose your membership that plaid jacket for you be working a nine to five again <laughs> you about to lose your membership brother said poker too. This is Jessica Lavish with the Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force, fraud, and coercion. Tragically, no country, community, or individual is immune from the vast injustice. Human trafficking is driven by demand. Instead of contributing to the problem, we can be part of the solution. If we eliminate the demand, we eliminate human trafficking. For more information, Follow hashtag demand no more. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back. We're talking about Pastor Travis. <laughs> <laughs> He was wrong. A hard head makes a soft ass. But I could see, I I could see even if she asked. Stop him for talking help. about your church members. Pastors, she didn't even please. ask him. He offered. Do not talk about your church members. No. Your church members come to church to be uplifted. Yeah. And if you can talk to them about being uplifted and talk to them about their money, 
then you should allow those people to be who they need to be and give them words of encouragement that mm-hmm. can change their life. Mm-hmm. There is no way a person should come to church and feel. Now, let's say that woman go to that church. How do you think that woman is going to feel every time she walks through those doors? Right. Because now, especially especially in, in the black church, you know we gossip and everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they don't do it in the white church. But you know that black church? It's a total different ball game. And he don't know. What if she already had low self-esteem because of her weight? She came up there because she had low self-esteem. Right. She didn't know what was going on because, let me tell you something, a person that, that don't have low self-esteem, they would have probably looked at the, they probably looked at Pastor Travis and say, man, let me talk about you. Right. Let me talk about that 1999 suit you got That's on. what I said. That little checker suit. From, <laughs> yeah. like you going to a 1952 Yeah, from Mr. Allen's. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about that suit. Diamonds Men Store. Yeah, Diamonds Men Store special. <laughs> Buy one, get two free. Come on, Pastor Travis. Why are you trying to play me on my weight? Oh, wow. Mitch Early, yeah. what's up? Listen, you can't, you can't do that. No. You can't do that. Because what happens is, our, listen, it's already a struggle in the black culture already for yeah. women. And for men, sure. for us to empower one another and to love one another and to and embrace one another yeah. and lift mm-hmm. each other up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Spiritually, emotionally, economically, and physically. Right. Now, you're going to tell this woman in front of a whole congregation that she's really not worth nothing, for real. You're, 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 you broke her down. Right. You know, that woman got to sleep with that on her mind. Right. She took a chance hoping that you would empower her. Right. And she she actually went up there for help. She went up there for help. She went up she there went for, up help, for and altar call. Her da- uh, alternative <laughs> altar call. He tore her down. Because and she's lonely. He tore her down. And like I was saying on the break with Darvio, even if she offered, hey, Pastor Jennings, you know, I, I'm, I have low self-esteem. I'm trying to get in a relationship. What can I do? At that moment, he if she offered, he should have referred her to his wife. I appreciate you coming to me, but talk to the first lady. That would have been the right thing to do. Right. But she came up there confiding into, with you, hoping yeah. for something different. But you she, tore her down. She Listen, she came up there voluntarily. She did. But, but she came up there thinking one thing, and he came out of a whole left yeah. field. And let me tell you something. He apologized. He did a video. He apologized. You know why he apologized? Because that was going to affect, number one, his his ministry, mm-hmm. his legacy, his money. Because guess what? If you are offending women like that, that affects the economic status of your church. Right, right. I don't even think because he offered it. Who wants to come up here? That shouldn't even been uh, that shouldn't even been in your message, your sermon, your nothing. If well, you decided, they was having a they no. was having a leadership meeting or some type of thing about dating mm-hmm. or whatever it was. He 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 he, he alluded to it in his in his message. Okay, but in in, in however he was exegeting the text. But the reality was this: is this you do not. Dog nobody right. because of how they look. This is true. In public. Right. You do Bless not you. dog. Bless excuse you. me. You do not dog anybody or make a person feel any type of weight because they don't meet your standards. Right. And you know, I'm looking at you. Man, I'm looking at that suit he had on. I'm like, <laughs> dude. You can't get over that suit. <laughs> I couldn't either. I'm like, what what is this? What like, kind what, of suit? what is this? Like old wallpaper. Yeah, it looked like, yeah, I'm like, dude. I like a picture of the couch like, in the, the basement. You gonna her dress? I'm like, how the hell are you gonna critique the her? The couch her in the dress? basement of your grandmama's house. I with think the plastic he had on, a, on it. I think he had on a three button suit. He did. 
And he I probably had, had the vest, on that suit. The vest to I match ain't seen the three. Three buttons ain't been in style since five years ago. <laughs> get off that man's suit, Jeff. I'm going to get on him. Get off that man's suit. Y'all tell Pastor Travis, Jeff, the Jeff Brown Show said, listen, stop dogging the women in your church. And get a better suit. <laughs> and get a better suit. Some new and some new shoes. I ain't seen your shoes. <laughs> Them glasses had to go too, though. It's like, what are these? What are those? What are those? What are those? <laughs> Pastor Travis Jennings. I'm and glad she, I went at that ministry. But she I was just standing something. there, like agreeing, like nodding, like well, she was know, embarrassed. She, she's embarrassed. She's embarrassed. So she had to do that. You understand what I'm saying? She had to. I wish I was in a congregation because I'd have been like, you wrong, Pastor. That couldn't happen at PCC because no. my bishop don't even play like that. Yeah. Let, no. a, let a preacher come up in there. Let one of the preachers disrespect the women in the church. My pastor don't even play that. Yeah, that's wrong. He don't even play that. So Pray, Pastor Jennings. Pray. Yeah, you're going to have to get that. You're going to tighten up, buddy. You can't be doing that. No. You can't be doing that. Definitely Hey, not. Pauline. So listen, I want to get into what did, Now, what did you got uh, for uh, the relationship corner? Oh, I got something good. I bet. And actually, uh, this came from one of the uh, Facebook Live listeners. Um, what? From, yeah, from me just saying, um, if you have something you want me to talk about, then shoot me a message. And I got an inbox about this. So, and I was going to talk about it last week, but we were really on Nipsey Hustle. Um, again, RIP to Nipsey. Um, but anyway, I don't know if this is real or what, but... This person says that you are in a relationship uh, for a year. You guys decide that this is a great relationship. So you get married. Now you've been married for two years. You've been married for two years. You guys go get your regular physical or checkup. And when you go get your regular physical or checkup, you find out that your spouse is HIV positive. After being married for two years. So you get tested. You're not HIV positive, but your spouse is. Do you continue to stay in this marriage or do you Hell no. divorce them? I'm gone. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me you with your spouse for two years? For two years. And he go they go to a regular checkup. You guys go together. And you they and the test come back that your spouse got eight is HIV positive and you're not? Correct. Should you stay there? Will you stay married? Hell no, I'm gone. Got to go. I can't take the risk. Sass. Got to go. I got to go. Sorry. You I messed up. I mean, this is an easy answer for me. No. Why you out. Gone. I've got to I go. Deuces. Why? But her reasoning. You can I'm have with, a house and everything. You know what? I'm with you guys. But I guess her reason is because they only truly been together three years. They were together a year and then got hey, married. Listen. And only nah, married. So they nah, still newlyweds. No. No. Nah, you should have known that, that a, before y'all got married. Nah, well, they should have well, shared that. According so, to that person, they were tested prior to getting married. Yeah, but HIV came don't. Up. Yeah, HIV. So were they creeping? Well, you know, they say HIV. You know, the, the the you know the virus itself doesn't really show up in your blood with for five years or so. Right. So, hey, that hey that bachelorette party must have been <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> I that's Somebody, tough. That's I got tough. to go. I got. I don't know. No, I'm I'm out. We'll be right back to talk about this. HIV, woo. This is Darby or the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song, Unconditional, featuring Dan Smith. I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back because this ain't complicated. Yo, it's simple. 
We all looking for something no that's unconditional. No, no, Get Unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back. We're back. Relationship topic corner. Relationship corner topic. Hey, you and your spouse been married for two years. And y'all go do a routine checkup. And prior to y'all marriage, your blood is good. Nobody's got no STD. Everybody's happy. Two years later, you guys go to a routine checkup together. And you come back and find out, hey, your, your significant other, your spouse, has HIV. And you don't. What do you do? Do you leave? Do you stay? Hey, Carmen from Facebook says, hey, Jeff. What if you're, you leave and then you later find out you got, hey, somebody going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously they didn't know because y'all were, you, you guys got What's to up, check Bill? up before y'all got married. And yeah, I, I don't know. It could have been something beforehand. I guess, I, but it's I nasty. guess two years. You nasty. Well, the person that sent it to me, I asked her, I replied back to them and I said, well, you will have to leave, but you're in love. you only been married two years. You still need Love ain't got nothing to do with it at that point. And it's tough to leave, but I have to agree with y'all. I would, I would have to go. Hey. I would have to go. The Constitution say I can leave. <laughs> I would definitely have to go because I. You can't tell tough. me that. you Listen, something had to happen within those two years right. that, I'm, that I'm not aware of. Agree. And that that would be my thought. So like, you what were you doing have prior done that. to that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For 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 something like that to just jump out of nowhere? Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you something. And technology, cool. Technology so advanced right now, man. Listen, you can go chew bubble gum and they can find out if you got HIV. Right. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. seriously though. I mean, it's just. I mean, I'm joking when I say that, but I'm it's just so being. Much, it's, yeah. It's so much going it's on, a, like man. You so you got to be careful, but. Man, you talking about, man, I'm supposed to be married to you, supposed to be committed to you. Mm-hmm. How in the world do you get HIV in a marriage if I'm the only person you're supposed to be You had with? to do something with somebody at within some that time point, frame. Yeah. At some point. Regardless if you wanted to admit now, it. do you be mad at the person that, that had the HIV and slept, who they slept with too? Well, what if they don't tell you that? They keep saying, oh, no, it, it didn't happen. Oh, you know it happened. Or, or, or let's take it a step further. What if it didn't happen? They didn't sleep with anybody, but you know, they, just say they had went to the hospital and you know for a check uh, uh, for whatever, and they had to get a blood transfusion. I might understand it that in 1985. What if, I'm just saying, what but if that, that doesn't happen? I don't know. Hell no, that doesn't <laughs> happen. That ain't, that ain't flying. You, <laughs> that don't you, no more. you they stepped got in it somebody through, else's pond. Yep, they either got it through sex or you went skinny dipping in somebody else's pond, or they a drug and user. Yeah, or they could drugs. be using somebody else's needle. Yep, that yep, could be using too. needles. Yeah, that, that's uh, now that's another possibility too. Either way, but you, though, I'm but a- but you should know that even before you get married to them, right. if they if they a crackhead or not. <laughs> not necessarily, because you have functioning crackheads. Yeah. Well, you do, but you should be able to know that though, because when they take off, hey, when they take off, no, drugs. listen, because they shooting, you should you'll, you'll see the needle marks in their arm. What if they shooting up in their toe? 
You can see that. Listen, because you examining your spouse's feet listen, like that. I examine everything nowadays. I don't, I don't look. Let me see. This is I true. get a flashlight. I be like, look. <laughs> oh, what? Lift your arm. Let me see what's in. What's up, buddy? Lift in, your leg. These ingredients. I want to know. Yeah, because it's just so much going on out here. It's hard to tell. You know what's what? I'll who's what? I'll be like, I'll be like what is that? Y'all can't see That's Jeff, but he's trying to act like he got a <laughs> flashlight going on in here. What's wrong with you? Mask, I'll be looking, man. Listen, I, I, I'm just saying that's kind of that's just kind of rough. It is. It's tough, and I, I, I guess I, I feel where that. But we got some Facebook. From, we got some Facebook people here that say they gonna stick it in. They gonna not, I mean not stick it in. Stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> not stick it in. Not stick it in. But stick you with it. Got the uh, issue. Uh, Sticking uh, it in. Uh, stick not sticking it in. But stick with it. Stick with it. That's what I was going to ask you. So, live, some of the live listeners are saying that they would stay. But I'm Look curious to know with these live listeners, whoever said that they would stay, what would you do for intimacy? Mm. For, for, all, for all the live listeners, if you guys can hear me, that said you guys would stay, what would you do for intimacy? What? Call you, the two lady. Well, at some point, if you're married, you're going to get tired of the twos. What's the point of being married? Exactly. You got to go to the two lady. Two lady got something for you. I'm sure she does, but at this point, I'm married. I'm in a whole relationship, and I can't be intimate with my husband. Two lady got some tools for you. You can't have sex with your spouse right now, due to. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. So would you, are you going to stay there and just cheat on them? Hey, I'm out. I'm not going to even get, you know I, what? I'm, I I'm agree. Gone. It will probably be hard. Hey, Rochelle. If you've only been Daniel, married for two years, on? it's hard because you love that person. Jason Bulger, what's that, brother? Hey, listen, you know what? It's, it, 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 it's crazy, and it behooves all of us for real, for real, for real, that you have to be careful in your decisions you make in your relationship because yes. it affects everything around you. But, man, for that type of news to be dropped on somebody, that's got to be crazy. Like, you had, you would really have to, for real, for real, man, that would be something that, damn, I got, what? You got yeah. what? Like, you gave me this? I mean, it, it would kind of, you, you would be I'll relieved be that mirror, you be don't look, have it. I'd be looking like in the mirror that. myself. Right. I'd be like, what happened? Right. <laughs> I'd be in the mirror looking at myself, but nigga like, oh, man, what happened? <laughs> Did you see what, what's going on? You see how she played us? How she played us. <laughs> and you can't get no more cookies after that because if you go around giving out your stuff, then you can go to jail. Yep. Because you know that you have it. Yeah, you can't if be playing like that. Yeah, if it's a you're deadly not, weapon. It is. If you're not, it's different if you, you're not aware. But if but you know. But now that you're aware and if you out here being into You messed me up for the rest jail. of my life. No. I'd be so mad. I Somebody know. would have to die. I had to, I had to go get some people to go beat her up uh, once a week. But w- <laughs> <laughs> once a week? Once a Just week? Just a friendly reminder. <laughs> Why did, you do this? You for did how long? This to once me. a week for how long? For yeah. a year. Uh, for, for, for two years. Why? Oh, because that's when you found out and when yeah. you, your life was destroyed. Yeah. Just for to, two years. Now I got to go. Then you, gotta, then you would have to go get, be a part of some type of group or something to help spread the awareness and then you gotta go to can't go to swerve can't go to elite bistro can't do nothing uh, i'd be pissed knows. everybody knows. here come the dude with the hiv but, <laughs> but 
only they would only know if you tell them though. I mean, oh, they don't know. If Cleveland, let me tell you about Cleveland. Listen, bad news travel fast it in does. Cleveland. It does. Listen. It's, listen, it's big, but it's listen, small. Don't get yeah. your car oh, repo. Don't big. lose your house. Don't lose your job. Because yeah. if one person find out, the, the whole the city, city will know. And don't be, you know, in the Don't in the get light, an STD. Yeah, if you're in the spotlight, yeah, if you're in the spotlight are, too. If you're known, worse, yeah. oh, yeah, it's over. And that's people why not, adding to the story, That's why too. I'm not known. They that's why I say to it. myself. Oh, cut it Yeah, out. he had an orgy. He yeah, was having five that, orgies. They that's how he got it. Story, yeah. Yeah. Jeff had an orgy last week. <laughs> what? What you be doing? We heard about you. Uh-huh. I ain't had no orgy. I don't even need that type of stuff. What you take me for, a heathen? I'm just a radio personality. That's all I do. They definitely going to add to it. And then somebody else gave it to you. They'll put them in the middle of it. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, uh, uh, that's crazy. Hey, listen, uh, I just want to let you guys know, be careful out there. Yeah. Hey, two lady, drop your information so you can help these people that's having unprotected sex so you can get them together, okay? <laughs> get them some of that silicone action you've got going on some over the there. Paste. Stop doing that. That lady, don't have, that lady did not sell no Elmer's glue. <laughs> I don't know what you into. Says. I can't. I'm not into nothing. <laughs> I already told y'all the toys can only do too much, so much for me. I'm good. No, thank you. No. Hey, who? Who? Oh, Kristen Snowder, Strouder, Kristen Strouder. Happy birthday, baby! Big shout out to you, all the Aries. God bless y'all. Do y'all thing, oh, boy? Yes. She gonna be wild. <laughs> MyTwoLady.com. Y'all go. Y'all go, hey, y'all go see the uh, two lady at mytwolady.com. We'll be right back. I'm going to talk about those church bombings. What's going on down in Louisiana? Oh, my God. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back, we're back. Man, we had a lot of hot topics today. Talking about Pastor uh, Travis Jennings telling people in his church to lose weight and that their breasts are saggy. And they need a new bra. We're talking about Kodak Black and how he bombed trying to pursue Lower London. And the the backlash with that guy has been... uh, Epic fail. Oh, man, it's... It's beyond anytime you got Ti and yeah the game the game everybody on you and and listen the hey the Bloods and Crips just did a peace treaty and they talking about coming out just for one time just to show him some to, to show him little to show him that he should shut his mouth yeah they gonna they gonna put the peace treaty aside and collide together and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and go holler at him but it's a lot going on. I want to talk about what's going on in Louisiana. Three church bombings, black church bombings, back to back, recently happened down in Louisiana. Now, when we think about church bombings, we talk about we think about the um, civil rights movement. We think about the '60s, <clears throat> the '50s, and the '60s when you know um, the South was heavily segregated and uh, white supremacy at that time. Um, was at an all-time high, running rapid, and there was church bombings, uh, lynching of black men, black boys, um, um, young black boys. I mean, uh, we, uh, what's the young man, Emmett Till, you know, lynched. Uh, uh, Martin Luther King shot, 
Malcolm X, you know, hey, well, that was a whole different situation. Uh, he was killed by his own people. But, you know, when you think about Mega Evers and all the ones that were in the South that uh, fought for civil rights, they experienced church bombings. And now we're living in 2019. And now church bombings have resurfaced. They have, they, history is repeating itself. Now, my question is, why would somebody bomb a church? Why would you do that? Why would you, thank God there was no fatalities. But cowardly, you would do it in the middle of the night. Yeah. You would destroy a sanctuary, something that's holy and sanctified, something that is, that is precious to God. That his people can come in and fellowship and, and be revived and be renewed and, and, can, and, and, and can get closer to him. Their place of peace, their safe haven. Now you got people bombing churches. It's almost like people, they have no respect for the house of God anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, not that that was not only disrespectful, but it was 100% wrong. But for you to do that, it's like you have no respect for the man of God, and not only respect, but you have no fear oh, yeah. of God. And and you know, years ago, you uh, people wouldn't even come into the church if they weren't doing right. They felt condemned, and it's like now for you to do that. What type of message are you sending? Well, not only what type of message are you sending? Here it is: we have a government. Let's just look at the majority of the mm-hmm. Senate. The, the House of the House's majority uh, Democrat, Democratic led. Now you got Republican led Senate by Mitch McConnell um, with a Republican president that um, who who gives energy and voice to this this base mm-hmm. of people who believe making America great again means enslaving black people, yeah. imprisoning black men, minorities, Latinos. Um, anything that they feel is that is not their color, that is beneath them, that is dip, that is below them, and you know Martin Luther King said something uh, years ago at, um, in a speech that he was giving at a um, at a union meeting with the blacks, uh, with, uh, with the black community down in the south. He said that when he said during that time in the dictionary that uh, that the synonym of black was something degrading, it was something dark, it was something of negativity. And and he said when you look at the word white, it was something of positive, something of 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 of, of pureness and things like that. But you know, being black is not degrading. Being black is not is not hopeless. We're not a hopeless people. We built our ancestors built this is this country. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors fought in wars. We've we we've we fought in the Civil War. I mean, listen, we've done everything we have done to contribute to this nation. Mm-hmm. Even so, now we're waiting on. We still waiting on our forty acres and a mule. <laughs> and according to some of the Democratic <laughs> um, uh, candidates, we might be getting that forty acres and a mule in a couple <laughs> years, depending on if we can vote them in. But to sit here and watch how somebody could be so evil, evil, burn down a church, walk in churches in a black church and shoot up 
and kill 14 people. Mm -hmm. That is crazy. That is amazing to me. That's sick. It's a sick. It's a sick. It's a sick. It's cynical. It's 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 just so. It's just so evil. Have we have America reached this point? Have is America is this America's new low? Look at what they did in Pittsburgh, in Pennsylvania, in mm -hmm. Pittsburgh, in the Jewish synagogue. Is this is this where we at? That we have no love, we have no respect for for a person's religious freedoms and their and their religious synagogues and churches and temples where they can worship and pray and ask for peace and grace and mercy and strength to live. Is that what we is this what is this the America that that Donald Trump wants to make great again? And that's what it is. Like you said before is this the taking America? it too far. Take, is this America America great? that Mitch McConnell wants to be envisioned to be great again? Mm. This is my question. What do we do? What do, how do we, and then the next question is, how do we, as a black community, as a whole, come together and wake, wake, wake up, number one, then come together to, to stand against this foolishness? That's what it is, too, foolishness. What do we do? Because pray, reality pray, is. pray. Pray. <laughs> we definitely got to pray. We got to change the way we direct our economic resources. Because the reality is this. These organizations and these groups of people, they are funded by us because we support their businesses. Mm -hmm. But what in the world would happen if we would create our own economy? If we would commit and discipline ourselves to create Black Wall Street and empower our own community and empower ourselves. You take those resources, you take that power that they don't, that, 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 has, that and resources give people power. Money give people power. Money is power. Mm -hmm. You take that power from them. That's you take that leverage a, from it's them. It's the root of all evil, too, just money. It's, and that's what they're looking at. It's, it's just... I don't know. It's sad and it, it, it's it's painful that it even happened to those people. But it sucks that it's happening. But it hurts to say that it's probably not going to be the last time either. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's, it's very negative. What do you think about that, Darvio? Before we get out of here, man, I know you quiet. I know you. I, you know, I know you the quiet Republican. I know. I was just happy. <laughs> no, nah, don't put and that. I was looking at it. Nah, on don't Instagram. put that on me. That's what I, I gonna do it like that. Yeah, don't put that no, on me. No, he's not. A, he's not a Republican. I think he's, he's like. A, a, he's I'm a, an independent. He's a, I was independent. just about to say he yeah. called himself. But he's well versed. Right. Well, he's well versed in ever in all of it though. That's right. Yeah. He well, you know, he knows both sides of it very I well. I do. I know both sides. I have to give that. I got you mixed up with Todd Allen. Big shout out to the Todd Allen show. All right. So, so yeah, I mean, this is awful and it's, it's scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, nobody wants to see the bad old days, right? you know what I mean? And it, it looks like there's a lot of people who are these days promoting a return back to the bad old mm -hmm, days. Mm -hmm. And like you said, they just make this whole statement, make America great. They just taking it to a whole nother level. 
they're taking matters in their own hands, which is all the, it's the wrong way to go about it. That's what it is. Wow. It's just it's just to me. It's a wake up call. Mm-hmm. It's a wake up call. Definitely. Think about it. Black men are in prison twice as fast or twice as long in 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 the in, in the prisons in the in uh, in a prison industry where judges attorneys defense attorneys prosecutors are benefiting even black millionaires and billionaires are benefiting from the incarceration of black men hey black men do the same crime as a white counterpart <laughs> white counterpart gets out sooner than the black man he does he's not sentenced right the same it's just what it is it's it's study study shows that research show that so we as blacks we got to we got to step up marcus my man thanks for tuning in um facebook live listeners thank you everybody for tuning in we as blacks in the community we have to step up and and we have to make up in our in our mind that we're going to take back our 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 right Mm -hmm. our right our power our wealth and 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 make and continue to build on the foundation that our forefathers built here in America. So that way, it's not about us, but it's about us spreading that wealth and that love amongst everybody else, Mm -hmm. whether a a certain group of people don't agree with it or not. Hey, listen, we'll be right back with the Entertainment Lounge. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back. Time for the Entertainment Lounge. And, you know, the lovely side of the show. Got some juicy gossip in the Entertainment Lounge. Information for you, our listeners. So what's on the agenda today? Have you guys heard about the two college students that allegedly scammed Apple out of $900,000 for for a fake iPhone? No. So what roommate says is, yeah. What do you mean for fake iPhones? Yeah, it says, the story says, of course it says, we all know that saying that there is a will, there is a way. But two college students may have taken it a little too serious. The two men allegedly scammed Apple out of nearly $900,000 by trading in fake iPhones, according to NPR. So the two uh, initially committed insurance fraud using their friends and family, multiple mailing addresses, and a Chinese iPhone vendor. So the two men allegedly imported thousands of counterfeit iPhones from China and filed warranty complaints and then they also found that the iPhones were broken or there were issues or needed to be replaced. So Apple will replace the fake phones because they thought these phones were real because using the Chinese vendor, obviously, they thought these phones were real. So they were not legitimate ones. So with them using these Chinese vendors, the students ultimately traded in 3,069 fake iPhones. Wow. Damn. With real ones from April 2017 to March of 2018. Wow. So they had some real phones. So they were mixing up the trades. Some were fake. Some were real. So the submission of the iPhones uh, that would be power on critical uh, warranties, they said, well, 
Let's find this Chinese vendor. Obviously, they found the Chinese vendor that decided to go in with them, and they frauded iPhone, Apple. I'm sorry, for over eight hundred, eight hundred ninety-five thousand eight hundred dollars. Wow! For these fake iPhones, so of course they're facing charges for trafficking counterfeit iPhones and fake devices, and the addresses that. They were shipped to their facing charges as well. They had the phone shipped to Mail family fraud. members and friends. Oh, yep. man. Yep. So, if we say, hey, we did, we did it, they did it. I don't know how, but they did it. Damn. $900,000. <laughs> $900,000. Fade fake iPhones. But something I want to say, I was talking about tourists because we're getting into the summer months and human trafficking. Guys, be careful when y'all out here traveling. I don't know if y'all heard about the American tourist couple that disappeared leaving the airport in the DR. Mm -mm. No. So apparently uh, Orlando Moore and uh, Portisha Renneville, they vanished from a Dominican Republic in airport. Their family has been looking for them for two weeks. They left to go to the airport. So they said American couple has reportedly been missing after they vanished for more than two weeks after checking out of their hotel room at the end of their vac- vacation in the DR. So the male, which is Orlando, was 43 and the woman is 32. They were set to return to their Mount Vernon, New York home on March 27th after a four-day getaway to their North Beach of Savannah, and they never returned. But the family has reported them, but the vehicle that they rented is still at the the hotel. I bet. So they never even got there. So, guys, be careful. And I'm saying that, too, because I know I'm getting ready to go to the DR but, guys, be careful, and if you travel in a pack, please stay together. Do not venture out alone, and if you don't know anybody or you didn't set up your excursion or trip beforehand, do not do it because you will not come back. <laughs> wow. Be Ooh, careful. Wow. Damn shame. Can't yeah. go nowhere. No. Wow. Mm. So, Jeff, don't be traveling nowhere and get in a car with somebody you don't know. Well, I'm going to Vegas in a couple of weeks, so uh, I'll be okay. You'll be fine. I'll be in Vegas. You'll be fine in Vegas. And I'm going to travel over to California for a little bit and come back. We'll be careful. To to C-Town. But, hey, it is what it is. Hey, that was your entertainment news. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Sassy. And I want to send a special birthday shout-out to all our celebrities celebrating a birthday this week. We got Biz Markey, Jasmine Sullivan, Kenny Lattimore, David Banner, Herbie Hancock, Peebo Bryson, The Brat, and Miss Reality TV herself, Carly Red. Happy, happy birthday, and may God bless you with many, many more. Coming up is this moment in black business from The Jeff Brown Show. Tell Alexa to play The Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is The Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. Uh, it's time for this moment in black business. So here's what I want to do. I want to inspire somebody who wants to start a business. Mm-hmm. You know, we have different people come on, different entrepreneurs come on the show. You know what I want to talk about? I want to give you guys some advice on what you should do to start a business. To 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 jump out and take a risk on yourself. I was inspired by a conversation with one of my good friends recently, uh, a year ago, launched his lawn care business. 
and uh, and now they have um, they started with five accounts, and now they're up to thirty accounts within a year. Okay, um, which and they're steadily growing. All right. Okay. Well, first of all, this guy works a regular job. Okay, nine to five, and now he 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 puts his 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 efforts into what he desired to do mm-hmm. which ultimately can lead him to come off his job if he's mm-hmm. you know if he can make the same amount of money and it's all his money or double and what he made yep. and then so okay entrepreneurship is the best thing going in the world the reason is is because you control your destiny. You control your finances. You control where you want to go, mm-hmm. what you want to do, how you want to win. Mm-hmm. How do you achieve this? First, it has to start in your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind being, yes, your brain, but your heart. Then you have to put faith with it. Then you have to have a plan. So you have to, number one, think about what you're good at, your talent, what it is that you desire to do. Have faith with that. Then you put a plan together, which is the third thing you have to do. Then you execute that plan. And then number five, then you don't quit. Definitely don't quit, but you went from three to five. Where's four? I just told you what four was. What was it? I missed it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just said it starts in your mind and your heart. (laughs) Right. Faith. Got that. Get a plan. Okay. Execute the plan. Don't quit. I agree. You good and, now? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you also, you know what, and, and you know, doing that, I, I definitely agree with what you said. But what I think a lot of people go wrong when it, you know, me starting as a part-time entrepreneur and then now venturing completely 100%, I think what a lot of people do is they're all over the place. And I've learned that. You have to do one thing, hit it hard, and do it, and not be fearful. And I think a lot of people, fear tears you down. But like you said, your friend or, or family member or whatever it was, I'm not sure, what he, he or she is punching a the clock. They're nine to five. So we all, you know, even if you are punching a clock and you have a passion, it doesn't mean that you, you know, throw away your dream. When you get done punching your nine to five, what are you doing with your discretionary hours? Hit your discretionary hours hard. So if you can make somebody else some money, make yourself some money. And then you also have to pray, pray over your business every day. You know, trust in God, because a lot of times where we go wrong is we don't trust in God. Trust in God and know that you're going to be told no. You know, you may have to start over, but let that make you want to go harder. And like you said, set a plan, set a goal. And what I've also learned for me, and I know Jeff has been doing entrepreneurship for a very long time and me being fairly new to going hard. And I have to be honest, and I never said this to Jeff, and I don't know if I'm going to regret it, but I have to tell you thank you. Because even though Jeff, I don't tell Jeff a lot, but I watch Jeff a lot. 
and he does a lot of things. And, you know, Jeff is very passionate. When he does one thing, Jeff is passionate and he hit it hard. Passion is going to mean so much in what you're doing. But what I realize and what I notice you do, and you may not even know it, set a target date. When do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. Target right. date is very important. So right. don't let anybody kill your dream. And even if you got to start over, I have learned, and I said this to myself when I wrote down my goals at the beginning of the year, I have learned fear is temporary and regret is forever. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like yeah. that. What you know about entrepreneurship, buddy, over there, referee? Because I know you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it it is a rough business. It is. It is. But I agree with everything that everybody said. You have to keep pushing. Um, you can't quit. There are always times where you want to quit. There are always Definitely. times where you get tired um, because it is the road less traveled. Yeah. But yeah. you got to keep God first. You got to sure. pray and you got to keep pushing. I yeah. tell a secret. When I, when I went to broadcasting school, I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I understood that I was, I, was, I was not for the behind the scenes type situation. Mm-hmm. I was not a behind the scenes type guy. But I knew that if I could think it through, figure out, hey, what the brand was, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even know what that was until I had a couple interviews and a buddy of mine that wanted me to come to a station, uh, and and this is prior to me coming to FCB a year ago, he says in 2017, he said, man, I envision you having your own show. I said, what am I going to call it, man? What would you call it? He said, the Jeff Brown Show. Yeah. I said, like that? I said, I don't like that. He said, no, man. It works. And my dude, Justin Rum, I never forget. When I came to FCB, I told him, I said, I'm going to go to FCB. I'm going to go this this route. He didn't do nothing but encourage me. And I said, listen, man, I'm going to be, it's going to be called the Jeff Brown Show. And the Jeff Brown Show has been successful for the past year. Awesome. And the brand itself is strong. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a continual work outside of me. You know, uh, being a home renovator, I do mm-hmm. home renovation on mm-hmm. the side, mm-hmm. which is my other business. And, you know, I do events. There's a lot of stuff I do. Right. I just want you guys to know um, before we leave that whatever you set your mind to do, whatever your gift is, mm-hmm. set your mind to help perfect that gift. If you perfect that gift, it will produce uh, a future for you, not just money. Mm-hmm. What you want a future. And also surround yourself around people you want to be like. Yep. You know, that's a good. And sometimes real quick they look at, you know, like people may look at you. Oh, Jeff is doing so good, so good, so well. But they think that they're looking at a finished product. But God is not through with none of us yet. Nope. You don't know how many times, you know, you've been told no, started over, whatever. You know, but just don't look at somebody else and want to be like that. Find your own way and just never stop. Wow, that's amazing. So what did you learn today before we get out of here? Uh, I learned that you would just jump into somebody's cookies after they lost their loved one. What did you learn today, Darvio? <laughs> I learned that me and Jeff both are out. <laughs> if you find out that spouse got each other. <laughs> and I found out today that Sassy's in love with me. This is the Jeff oh Brown Show. And we'll see you next really? time. Talk to you in a minute. <laughs> 
DAB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide.